Welcome to the last meeting of the year 2023. And like I, I've been saying things online, you know, on social, uh, people are really uh, anticipating the new year and they're they looking forward to having an exciting new year. Yeah, I believe 2024 is going to be an amazing year and um, it's a year that's going to bring, I don't want to say that will bring, because it seems like the, we, we live at the mercy of the years. But to a very much extent, I believe that what happens in the year, okay, what we make out of a year depends on us to a very much extent, right? So that's how I think. Because when you when you say things like the year bring me this, the year bring me that, it seems it seems like the year is the one who kind of determines our fate in a sense, my own interpretation. And what I've seen over the years is that it kind of doesn't allow me to have a sense of responsibility and ownership. I'm just hoping and praying and expecting that what the prophet or the apostle said or spoke into the new year will come to pass in my life kind of stuff. Uh, so and it has never worked for me to a very much extent. You know, they, pro, they, they pronounce blessings over you for the year end, so to say, and you don't see any result. And, and, you know, you just kind of fake it and try to keep faking it until you make it. So I tend to have a different perspective about this year end and new year things. I believe that God speaks to us. He shows us his plan and his purpose for our life for a new year. I believe that, but we, it's not without responsibility or a part to play on our part. So as a church family, in, you know, now, I was praying a few weeks ago and lost me and I spoke to my heart that 2024 is going to be our year of flourishing, right? I know, and I've been praying about it and it's been consistent. So, it, it's, it's one of the reasons why I say, you know, I, I believe God has some as plans for people, for people's life and future. The Bible says the thoughts God thinks towards us, they are the thought of good and evil to give us an expected end. So, God has plans and purposes for us, for our future. So it's not the year that brings it, it's God's plan for us that we need to ensure that we key ourselves into it. Let me repeat that. God has plans and purposes for us as his children. It's not the year that brings the blessings of God to us. It's God's plans and blessings for our lives, which we as children of God should key into, should position ourselves you know, to receive the blessings of God. The year to a very much extent can be uh, in my own interpretation, it's kind of a kind of like a timeline, you know, to uh, record events and things like that. But ultimately, it's God's plans and purposes for us. So God is saying to us as a family that you know, 2024 and beyond, um, it's going to be a, a year you experience flourishing in your life. So we're going to get into this and look at what flourishing means, and it's it's going to be quite exciting as we, as we get into this. Amen. So let's turn our Bibles to Psalm 92, verse 12 to 15. Psalm 92, verse 12 to 15. Let me read from the New King James. Psalm 92, verse 12 to 15. It said, The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. So I like how that word flourish is just coming in, right? They shall still they shall still bear fruit in old age. Let me hold myself back here because I can start my preaching from here. I'll repeat verse 14. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. Do you see the word flourishing again? To declare that the Lord is upright. Is my rock, and there's no unrighteousness in him. Man, you know, when I was reading this, right, I was, it was before the service, it was so 
refreshing. So I would like to take that liberty to read it again. Let's take verse uh, 12 to 15 of Psalm 92 again. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there's no unrighteousness in him. I want to suggest or recommend that every member of a church family read this verse of the Bible. Uh, this verse is, you know, at least once, once a week. Possibly try to read it every day and you personalize it. You say, I shall flourish like a palm tree, like I will grow like a cedar in Lebanon. You know, I am planted in the house of the Lord. I shall flourish in the court of my God. You know, I will bear fruit in old age. I will be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He's my rock and there's no unrighteousness in him. Praise the Lord. So let's get into it. So what does it mean to flourish? To flourish, the dictionary defines it as to grow or develop in a healthy or vigorous way, especially as the result of a particular congenial environment. I'll put out or uh, conducive or sustainable or good or ideal environment. So the dictionary kind of tells us there that the environment someone is planted or something is planted plays a huge role in its flourishing so when the climate or when the climate and the soil is right whatever you plant will flourish get the right soil get the right climate but the case of the palm tree is kind of different to every other plant Hence, the Bible use um, compared the flourishing or how God wants us to flourish to that of a palm tree. So let's look at some symbolic meaning of the of palm tree. Let me try and bring it out. Watch this. Well, I'm I'm glad you can still see my face from there. Now, the palm tree, right? symbolizes five of the things that I think is relevant to my teaching this evening about a palm tree. Now, it, it symbolizes victory and triumph, resilience, abundance, and fertility. Right? Can everyone see? Abundance and fertility, longevity and timelessness, protection. Well, I didn't. I didn't intend to make this my message today to sound like a class, but you know, I'm a teacher, so I'm gonna teach. I'm trying. I'm gonna ensure that you guys understand this. Okay, everyone understands it. So the Bible says in verse twelve of Psalm ninety-two, "The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree; he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the court of our God." Why palm tree? Why not any other plant? So let's uh, let me add a few more context to the symbolic meaning of a palm tree here. Now, when you think of victory and triumph, 
In many cultures, palm, palm branches and trees are symbols of victory, triumph, and success. They have been used historically to welcome triumphant leaders and heroes. Remember Palm Sunday, when Jesus was on the, what's the what animal called, called? And this also helped me here. When, is it donkey? Or well, I can't remember. Well, it's not a donkey, it was, a, it was a smaller donkey. I can't remember now my English. Donkey. Is it donkey? Okay, donkey. When Jesus was coming in, thank you. When he, Jesus was riding on the donkey, what happened? People laid palm trees on the floor for him to ride over. Right. So palm tree, a palm tree is significant, is symbolic, you know, as to be symbolic in the life of a believer to a very much extent, or in our lives, God's plans and purposes for us. Right. So in 2024 and beyond, God wants us to experience victory and triumph much more. So I don't know what you've been struggling with. I don't know the problems, the situations in your life that have lingered on for so long. God is saying 2024, I want you to experience triumph, victory. Another symbolic meaning of the, of the palm tree is resilience. Now, palm trees are known for their ability to withstand harsh environmental conditions. If you look at a picture on the screen, you see that now that is next to a beach and the palm tree is growing next to the beach. It, now, the sand, okay, the water is salty. It's, it does not really favor um, plants, so to say, or plantation. But despite the saltiness of the, of the water, the palm tree is still flourishing, is still growing. Yeah. So palm trees generally are, they are known for the ability to withstand ash environmental conditions, including strong winds and salt water. So as a result, they, they can symbolize resilience, strength, and endurance in the face of adversity. So it, it, it tells us that God is not saying that challenges, challenges will not come your way in 2024. But if you be planted in the courts of our God, if you be planted in the court of our God, I repeat, you will flourish like a palm tree. So no matter the adversity or the challenges that come your way, right, you're going to stand firm. So when you think about 2024 and God's plan for us, and you think palm tree, right? Think resilient. Think that you are more than a conqueror. True Christ will love you. You are an overcomer. So don't, don't cower or don't cave when a challenge is, or when a challenge or a situation arise, rises against you. Stand your ground because God's plans and purposes and promises for you is that you will flourish like a palm tree. So regardless of the people that come your way, prepare your mind to prosper. Prepare your mind to flourish. Prepare your mind to take the bull body on, to confront situations and circumstances with the ability and the power and the authority you have in Christ Jesus. Enter the new year as a victor. Enter the new year as an overcomer. See, don't enter the new year like a person who is waiting or who is waiting on the year to deliver, or your faith depends on what the year brings. No, I decide what happens in the year. Not The year does not decide or determine what happens to me. It's unfortunate, it's unfortunate that that is a reality for many people, what the year brings, what the day brings. No, I command the day. I determine what the day brings. 
I use the authority and the power in me in Christ Jesus, the blessing that God has given to me in Christ Jesus and demand what I want to see. Jesus said, you know, speak to the mountain. So if you say to the mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and do not doubt in your heart, but believe in your heart that those things which you say will come to pass. Say so you shall have what you say. Jesus said, move the mountains with the authority and the power at work on the inside of you. Don't expect a year to move the mountain. Don't expect a day to move the mountain. Do you know this crossover thing? You are crossing over to the new year. So what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, okay. you, you enter the new year. So what? You'll be surprised that 2024 would be worse than, than, than 2023 for many people because they are trying to live at the mercy of the year or based on the word that one man of God says or one blessings they pronounce over them. We discover the blessings of God for our life and we declare what we want to see. We declare what happens in the day. So 2024 is not the year we live a passive life. 2024 is a year we live an active life. Amen. Point number three, symbolic meaning of a palm tree. Abundance and fertility. So I have some points that I, you know, that I captured. Hence, I'm looking left and right. So in some cultures, palm tree symbolizes abundance, prosperity, and fertility. This association is often linked to the palm tree's ability to produce a bountiful harvest. One second, guys. Let me bring it so that you guys can see my face. So you don't keep looking at the palm tree. So I'm going to move things anyway. So talking about number three, yeah. So this association is often linked to the palm tree's ability to produce a bountiful harvest of fruits. Example, coconuts, date, and its role as a source of food. So in 2024, right, I don't know where you've been still in your whole life where things are just kind of at a standstill. Things are not moving. Things that you're not producing, you don't have result. God is saying, 2024, I want you to produce. I'm blessing you to produce, right? I want you to produce in 2024. Think abundance. Think production. Think result in 2024. Don't think failure. Don't think lack. Some people unconsciously have already imagined 2024 ending the way they started, uh, ending the way they ended 2023. Ask many people, so where will you be living in 2024? Some people have not thought of living in, a, in their own home. Some people have not thought of starting their own business. Some people have not thought of the possibility. Yeah, it comes as a wish or as a dream. But they have not actually envisioned the reality, the possibility of seeing these things in their life. And I lived my life like that for many years. Bear this in mind, to see results in your life in 2024, you have to take steps. Right? You have to take steps. You have to take action. Unfortunately, it's not the way many Christians from my you know, place of origin with thoughts about the new year. You know, the, the, the man of God has prophesied over our lives and we just keep claiming and claiming and claiming the blessings in, in, in the new year. We've crossed over just as, as, if, as if we're crossing the Red Sea. You know, something... Don't let me get... Thank you, passing that tonight. But what I bring to the table is to challenge people to take responsibility for their lives. Amen. To take what? Responsibility for their lives in 2024. The blessings of God is here. He said, I want you guys to flourish. I want you guys to thrive. I want you guys to be productive. But it's not going to happen by accident. 
you use the authority God has given to you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Point number four, longevity and timelessness. Now, palm trees are long-lived and some pieces and some species can survive for many decades or even centuries. This longevity can symbolize the enduring nature of certain values, traditions, or relationships. One of the things that amazes me about the palm tree from my personal encounter with or observation with palm trees is despite tough situations. Okay, let's okay, I'm gonna come to that protection, right? The fifth one, but from longevity and timelessness. You know, I move into an area, the palm tree is there, maybe kind of bent or tilted in a particular way, and it stays that way for 10 years, 15 years. It, I don't think I've come across a palm tree that, that, that I've seen or witnessed to have died. Except for the ones that were cut down. I don't know much, much about plantation because yeah, but so I'm going to leave that aside. But palm trees don't die. They stand. Even sometimes they look dry, they look like they're going to die. I can remember a particular one that I used to see when I was growing up um, at a relative's place. For the over 12 years we lived in the house, it felt it looked like the palm tree was going to be uprooted and was going to die, but it stayed that way all through my stay in that, all through my stay in the with the relatives, and for the many years that I keep going back to visit them, the palm tree. So God has plans for timeless longevity for you to last. You remember Psalm two, that's Psalm ninety-two, verse fourteen says. They shall still bear fruit in old age. How old are you? In your 50s, so what? You're in your 60s, so what? You're 70, so what? Yes, so what? Can I remind us that many people are redundant and ineffective in their life because of how they think, not because they are old. Caleb said at the age of 85, that he's still as strong as he was when he was 40. And these are the people who lived under the old covenant. But we lived in the new covenant. Under a covenant that has better promises than their own covenant. There are men who are living, who are very strong at the age of 75, at 80. Men who are still running multi-million dollar businesses at the age of 70. Men who are still thriving, starting new things, starting a new initiative at the age of 65. And many people, because they are 50, they say, ah, what I'm waiting for is retirement. You know we are old. I just took a deep breath because the next word coming out of my mind may not be nice. So you are 50, so what? People are the one killing themselves, making themselves redundant, ineffective. Many people say things like, you know, now that I'm old, my brain, their brain is not working properly because they are old. That is unintelligent with, with all the respect. And let me make it, let me make it sound the way it really is. It is dumb to think your brain is not as active or cannot be super, cannot be more active than what it is when you were younger. Is is a? I'm not saying. The, the person who said it's dumb, but it's a dumb thing to think. It's a dumb thought. 
You speak life into your life. You speak to your brain. My brain is active, stronger. Do you know that the brain is the, the, the brain is a part of us that scientifically it is proven that it keeps growing. So even when you are 90, your brain has a capacity to keep growing. Because if, I think uh, from what I learned, the, the cells keep replenishing themselves, they keep growing and things like that. So you may not be growing in your body. You may not be growing. In, I mean, your body may be aging. Your body may be getting weaker because we live in a, uh, our body is, is not immortal. right? But the brain, see, a man or a woman who seems to have a dull brain at 60 can have a super sharp brain at 65. I've seen and I've heard of bricklayers who are doing bricklayers who are you know, using their brain at 40, 45, built multi-million dollar business at 65. They started reading, they started eating, we started exercising. So the word of God says that you will bear fruit at old age. And some people are thinking that, yeah, no, your condition, the state of your brain and your mind is as a result of your thinking. And the word of God says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So in 2023, please, I beg people, nobody should come and to, should mention it to my ear that because they are 60 or because they are 55, you know, they are getting older. So they are, that's the reason why they are acting like toddlers. I plead with you by the message of God. Nobody should mention that to me. They cannot tie it under their breath, but they, under their breath, but they should not bring it to me. Because in 2024, as a church family, we are standing by the word of God. It's nothing but the word of God. They will bear fruit at what? Their old age. So if you are 90, you must still be productive. I'm not saying you have babies. But you must still be having results. See, until you, until you give up the ghost, you still have a purpose. And you, still, you should still be functioning. You may not be physically active doing it, but you should be providing guidance and direction. Leading the younger generations. You know, you bring your experience and your skill set to the table. To guide younger generations, not to fold your hand and, and start wasting time on your life. Amen. I didn't know where that came from. I believe from the Lord for someone. Amen. So going back to Palm Tree, uh, one of symbolic meaning is longevity and timelessness. Praise God. Now, final one: protection. Palm trees are sometimes seen as protective symbols, especially in coastal regions. They can provide shelter and serve as barrier against natural elements such as storms and erosion. I'll take that again. Uh, palm trees are sometimes seen as protective symbols, especially in coastal regions. They can provide shelter and serve as a barrier against natural elements such as storms and erosion. As you flourish as a believer in 2024, as you flourish like a palm tree, God wants to walk through you to protect people, protect things, protect people more, more, to be more precise. Protect people. You should not be the one falling apart, but the one standing to shield people. Protect your home. Protect your wife. And as a wife also, protect your kids. You can also protect your husband anyway. Because the blessing is not gender specific. It is applicable to everyone. So in a sense, the Lord is saying to us that 2024 for you is a year that you, are, you, you deploy your brain. You deploy your, your, the abilities are put on the inside of you. You deploy your gift, your spiritual gift. You function. You deliver. You have results. You know, 
2024, people are predicted 2024 for recession something, recession something. But don't forget what we what what we we saw about um about the palm tree, you know, resilience. No matter what comes at you, no matter what comes at you, because you are planted in the court of our God, you will thrive. You will flourish. Amen. So you may see on my screen that some points are actually. Um, I uh, are colored green. Now, those are the similarities I found with the cedar of Lebanon. Because if we go back to that Bible verse, let's go back to uh, Psalm 92, verse, excuse me, Psalm 92, verse 12. It said, The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, it shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. So I tried to look at what's listed, cedar in Lebanon. Is, which is more kind of specific to that region, right? But it has a lot of symbolic meaning, uh, symbolic meaning. So the ones that are very close to that of palm tree and are not Lebanese specific are the ones I highlighted there. Resilience, longevity and timelessness, protection. Amen. Please don't go to weird places to find protection in 2023. Don't go and look for a man of God to protect you. Give them money. Give them stuff so that they can protect you. No man of God has any power to protect you. Yeah, I repeat, no man of God has any power to protect you. If a man of God says they have the power to protect you, I can guarantee you they're operating with the, the demonic forces. And what demonic forces do is this: they tend to get they they they, they tend to give you protection in quotes, which means they don't attack you in one area of your life. But because you opened your life to them, they attack you in many other areas of your life. The devil does not have anything good to give. Amen. Praise God. So let's move on from there. So I said earlier on that for any plant to thrive, it needs to be planted, it needs to be planted in the right soil and have the right climate. Now, let's turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 13, 1 to 9. Matthew 13. I'm going to read quite fast a little because my time is fast spent. Amen. Matthew 13. On the same day, this is still New King James. On the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea, and great multitudes were gathered together to him, so that he got into a boat and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow, and, they, and as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on the stony, on stony places uh, where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Uh, he who has ears to, uh, to hear, let him hear. And verse 18, Jesus in, uh, interpreted what, what um, the parable meant. So therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received the seed by the wayside. 
but he will receive the seed on stony places. And this is he who hears the word immediately, receives with joy, and yet it has no root in himself. But endures only for a while. For when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word immediately, he stumbles and uh, stumbles. Now he who received seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. Guys, you know what? Let me, let me read from the NIV. I like how the NIV uh, specifies the soil there. So let's go to verse 18. With that, you sometimes together. So, so listen then to what the parable of the sower means. So when anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed, uh, the seed falling on the rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, no have no root, uh, the, the 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 last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they, uh, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the and deceitfulness of the world choke the word, making it unfruitful. Sorry, um, okay. Pardon me there. Let's go back to verses uh, 1. I just want. I just feel like recalling the. Uh, you guys, just bear me one second. I have so many um, versions uh, open in front of me, and sometimes I just kind of. Yes, I got it. So let's go to just using NIV, and look at verses one to nine. That's where it's mentioned the soil. I'm going somewhere. Just bear with me. It may look a bit rough, but please bear, bear with me. Now. Verse 1, then this, that same day Jesus went out of the, of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into, the, into a boat and sat in it, while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the, and the birds came and ate it. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. Nick King James and NIV are saying the same thing, but because of the text I'm using for my teachings, the reason why I'm kind of particular about the word soil. So verse 5, it says, Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plant. Still, other fell on good soil, where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, thirty times what was sown. You know, I said earlier on that the conditions for, for flourishing, the right soil. To a very much extent, when the word of God comes to you, what part of your heart does it fall? I mean, what's the nature of your heart? What's the nature of your heart? Because Jesus gave the interpretation of this uh, this parable 
in the, in the other verses, um, verse 18, let's go back there. It said, listen to what the parable of Sua means. When anyone hears a message about the kingdom and does not understand it, so the rocky path uh, by the wayside, right? The evil one comes and snatches away what was sown. This is, the, this is the seed sown along the path. So what I'm trying to call out here is the significance of your heart in 2024 to receive the word of God and to see result. Verse 20, the seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no, no root, they last only for a short time. That's why he talked about the soil being shallow. In 2024, you can't afford to be a shallow Christian. That's what one of the things I'm trying to say. You can't afford to be a shallow Christian. You need to understand it. Spend more time in the word of God to understand it, not to be able to quote it. So many, many Christians who are causing problems on social media today, insulting people, saying a manner of nonsense, it's a clear indication that they do not understand the word of God. How people use the word of God, how they, how they twist the word of God is a clear indication of the, of the condition of their heart, how shallow they are. So you just, to hear a shallow Christian, to, to identify a shallow Christian, you just need to hear how they use the word of God. And God does not want us to be that kind of a church family or that, that kind of person who is shallow in their understanding of the word of God. Amen. The seed falling on rocky grounds, I think, uh, the, 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 the seed falling on rocky past 20, I think I've covered that one. Right, I'll take it again. The seed falling on rocky ground, ground, uh, ground refers to someone who hears the word of God and wants to receive with joy, but since they have no root, they last only for a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they, <clears throat> excuse me, they quickly fall away. So I said earlier on that flourishing like a palm tree means resilience. If you understand the word of God, right, when persecution, persecution and all kind of stuff rise against you because for the sake of the word, because the enemy will try to steal the word of God from your heart, steal the promises of God from your heart, because it's how much you can retain the word of God and the promises of God in your heart that will determine the, your output, what you experience in 2024. So adversity challenges are going to arise in 2024 to steal this word of God out of your heart so that you don't look like that palm tree, you don't experience, you don't flourish. So if anything is from God, expect every good to be attacked. Expect everything that God creates or God has in store for you to be attacked because Satan is a God of this world. So anything God blesses you with, the enemy will try to steal from you. The Bible says, the devil, the adversary, as a roaring lion, goes about seeking whom he may devour. He'll be looking for opportunities in your life. So you need to understand the word of God and ensure you are resilient, you, are, you stand strong and firm so that the enemy do not steal the word of God from your heart. Adversity challenges will rise, but your heart should not be shaken. Amen. Verse 22, the seed falling among thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. Worries will come. Things to be anxious about will, come, will pop up in the new year. But you should not allow your heart to be, to not allow your heart to worry. Cast all your cares and burden on him. He's promised us that 2024 is a year of flourishing. Just hold, let us hold on to that word. Amen. The deceitfulness of riches, all manner of things will come your way to entice you. Teenagers, please pay careful attention here. All manner of things will come your way in 2024 to entice you, but you need to hold your ground. Don't be deceived. Don't be carried away by so-called riches you want to have. My teenagers don't do this. I'm not sure they do this. Anyway. 
you know, you want to be as rich as your friend, you want to have what your friend has, don't allow covetousness in your heart. Covetousness, greed, envy, you know, competition, all those kind of things will choke the word of God from your heart and you will not produce. You know, we're talking about palm tree, right? And we're talking about for everything you plant into being in the right place. Even though the, the palm tree can survive many different kinds of talk, you know, soil that are not conducive to other plant, yet for the believer, you got to be planted in the court of our God. And if you want to be, and what it means to be planted in the court of our God is what I'm explaining to you. Ensure that your heart, ensure that the word of God takes root in your heart. The word of God takes root in your heart. You understand it. Now you can look at, if you're looking at it properly, you, you see that it doesn't sound logical. And I love this because it's spiritual. It's not that you'll be automatically planted somewhere or God has blessed you and you flourish. No. The soil of your heart, because your life is a palm tree, the palm tree is the output of your life, is, a, is, is what your life becomes, is what you do. You know, you're resilient, you're productive, you're fertile, that kind of stuff, you're protective. is a result, is the outcome of your life, what your life becomes. But you can plant... You can plant the seed of a palm tree on a stone, on a rock, and expect to germinate. It got to go in the soil. And when we talk about resilience, even when the enemy throws all manner of things around you, because you are because you are planted, because the word of God is planted in your heart, right? You and you have understanding of it, you will thrive, you will flourish. Amen. Verse 23. But the seed falling on good, but the seed. Falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Amen. This is God's plan for us. You know, I talked about soil and climate. Let me quickly touch on the climate one. Now, Jesus said the word of now. Climate refers to general atmospheric condition, rain and things like that. So the fact the fact that the the the, the palm tree is resilient right, and can survive any weather condition, so to say, does not mean that we should plant ourselves in toxic environment. There are things that can kill a palm tree. You just need to pour acid. Pour enough acid in the soil where a palm tree is planted, then you see that a palm tree can die. But you, can, you as a palm tree, you are, you, you are such a palm tree that has brain, that has sense, that have choice. You are not a tree that cannot move. Right? So, the Bible says that where there's envy and strife, there's confusion and every evil work. Don't put yourself in environment, in climate, climate now, in environment, toxic, toxic environment that would choke the word of God from your heart. Whether lustful, whether gossiping, whether... Be very, very protective of your heart. Don't allow gossip in your heart. Don't allow people to gossip to you. It's a gossip can sometimes can, can feel good, but it, it, it corrodes our heart. It, it, it destroys our character. It makes us become people we are not supposed to be. Don't allow people to gossip to you, to, to report someone say, ah, come, come, have you heard that this person? Ha, hey, hey, do you? No, it corrodes your heart. It corrupts your heart. Amen. The Bible says, Proverbs 13, 20, He that walks with the wise shall be wise, but the companion of fools shall be destroyed. Keep company with the right people in 2024. 1 uh, Corinthians 15, 33, I believe, says that evil communication, evil company corrupt good manners. 
God wants you to flourish, flourish, flourish like a palm tree, but you have responsibility to ensure that you plant your life in the right soil. You make your heart such one that is a good soil that receives the word of God, understand it, apply it, dwell in it. Amen. And that you plant yourself in the right climate. And finally, as I go to as I as I shut this down, let's go back to Psalm 92 and read verse 13. Psalm 92. Thirteen. It said, "Let me use the New King James." That's how I was coming from. Yeah, I love this. Verse thirteen said, "Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the court of our God." Talking about your relationship with God. If you look at the right soil and the climate I've touched on, developing a stronger relationship with God means you listen to his word, you dwell on his word, you conduct your life by his word, you regulate your life by his word, right? And you plant yourself, you stay in the right climate, in the right atmosphere, in the right company. Those that what those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the court of our God. Relationship with God. So God's blessings don't come to pass automatically in our lives. We need to ensure we position ourselves in the right climate, plant ourselves in the right soil, so that we can flourish like a palm tree. Amen. Finally, let's look at um, John chapter 15, verse 5 to 8. This is our last Bible verse for the day. John 15. Five to eight, just to help us a little bit here. Yeah. Said, so, "I am the branch. I am. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned." If you are, verse 7 reads, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Is everything now making spiritual sense? Your heart matters. Abiding in God. Jesus says, what it means to abide in God, what it means to abide in the court of our God is to, ab- is to allow the word of God to remain in you. Govern your life by the word of God. That's it. Develop stronger relationship with God in 2024. Hold on to his promises for you, Psalm 92, verse uh, 12 to 15. Hold on to God's promises for you. Put yourself in the right environment. Stand your ground against the enemy when he brings all manner of challenges your way. And you realize that you will flourish. Take responsibilities. Don't, cons- don't, don't, don't speak what you should not speak. Am I making any sense? Don't speak death. The Bible says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it eat the fruit thereof. See, see, where your life is right now to a very much extent is a function or a result of what you say and how you think, how you see yourself. 2024, challenge yourself to even live a better life, to have a better outcome. Challenge yourself by thinking right and speaking right. 
Many of us will find it very difficult to speak right in 2024 because we have always spoken negative into our life in the years past. But 2024 should be different. Think about your children. Think about your future. Think about your life. Think about the kingdom of God. Speak different. Now, it's going to be, it's going to feel alien to you in 2024 to start speaking the right, the right words, speaking the word of God to your life. But keep speaking it. Your emotions will align along the line. Do yourself a favor and a good and, and be a blessing to the kingdom of God by speaking right, by planting the word of God in your heart, in your life, and staying away and staying in the right company, in the right atmosphere, in the right climate. Amen. I know we have a few hours to go into 2024. Um, at this point, I want to wish you a wonderful new year. Some of us, we're going to be speaking, we're going to speak next in the new year. Please, hold on to the things that I've said, that God has spoken to your heart, and um, you will see the plans and the promise of God come to pass in your life in 2024. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word that's come to us, your plans, your purposes for us for 2024. And Lord, we hold on to your word. We believe in your word, and we believe we'll see result in the name of Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Lord, I pray for strength and courage for your people that in the new year, they will stand their ground against the opposition of the enemy. They will be resilient. They will stand. When the enemy attacks their mind with anxiety and doubts, they will stand their ground. Where they have been failing for so many years, in 2024, they will stand and they will stand tall and they will win in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless your holy name. And we commit every other activity uh, for the new year into your hands. Uh, prayer, fasting, and the rest. And Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that these activities and exercises will not go in vain. But we will we'll see results and will have lasting results. And Lord, we pray for for significant turnaround in the life of many in 2024. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So wishing you guys Happy New Year in advance. See you and speak to you in the new year. Praise God.